Welcome to Hive Mind. And I'm Meg, and I'm here with Eli. Good morning. Eli, what have you been watching? I watched on your recommendation, Hacks on HBO. And? I love it. Good. I didn't know, I didn't think I was actually going to be able to get through it based on the first episode. It is a very yelly show. Mm. It's a very angry show. Yeah, the protagonist is the worst part. Yeah. So, and, and it's, it, it is, so the show is about a comedian in her, what, 60s, uh, late 60s maybe, who has had this big long career. She's very mean. Played by Jean Smart. Played by Jean Smart, the lovely Jean Smart, so talented. Mm-hmm. And she is basically forced to hire this like 24 year old comedy writer to help her update her act. And at the the show is about these two not getting along, but actually kind of working well together and just the tension between the two of them. And so it starts off with just a lot of screamy fights between the two of them and being really mean to each other. Not typically my jam, but the character development in this show and the development of their relationship is so well written that by the end, I was just like, give me more, give me more of this. And I would say that the scream fights, I also, that's not my jam, but they were there were genuinely funny jokes in them. Yeah. They wrote them to be really funny. And I actually thought the funniest part of the show was how unlikable the protagonist is as an overly woke millennial. They wrote yeah. her to be like the worst kind of millennial. Yeah. Who actually got fired for a tweet that was so woke it went back to being offensive, yeah. which is like just so <laughs> our generation, you know, or Gen Z or whatever. Like that yeah. was really funny satire. And so because th- that's that is satired. And then the other character is this very selfish boomer. Mm-hmm. And that is satired. And so you you do see kind of these extremes of generations that I was watching it and I was like, yeah, boomers can be the worst. Yeah, Gen Zers and millennials can be the worst. And like I, that dynamic between the tension between those two different types of being terrible hitting up against one another is pretty well written. And they're both right. And they're both, and they're wrong. both wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I, I don't I don't think that the show actually takes a side on which generation is worse. It's just like, oh, Every generation is a little annoying in its yeah. own way. And here's how two of them are now interacting with one another. And it was kind of funny. And the show is also making me start to feel like a Gen Xer. Like Gen Xers have been making jokes for many years about how they're this generation that is now ignored. Yeah. And this show, they have a joke in it where Gene Smart like says, makes a comment to the younger woman about millennials and the young woman's like millennials are like 40 now i'm not even a millennial and i was like oh my gosh we're becoming the new irrelevant generation i'm fine with it it's fine it's fine i didn't like being blamed for everything yeah anything else yeah so um i've been watching that and i love it um that's really it for me what about you uh we're still watching mythic quest which is on apple tv okay we're into season two now They did an episode during lockdown, like they filmed season two during lockdown, but they did season one and then the pandemic hit. And so they did like this COVID special, Uh which is kind of weird to watch now, now that like we're this far into it or out of it or wherever we are. Yeah. But I watched a lot of COVID specials put on by a lot of different shows. This is far and away the best one. Okay. Why? Because it's a tech company, and so it would make sense for them to all be working online anyway. And so you're seeing them interact really naturally, and you're watching them code 
and you're watching them be really snarky with each other on Zoom okay. and do the Zoom kind of things that were truer to the kind of Zoom interactions I had okay. instead of like some show trying to put together like, how would Leslie Nope use Zoom? Yeah. You know, which got a little sweaty. This was just a very natural fit. Did you, the the worst one that I saw of, of this, the COVID specials uh, was the father of the bride. Oh, I didn't even watch it. It's, I was like, the embarrassment was going to be too much for it's me. It's so cringy. And it, and what you're talking about is like exactly what they did where it was like, it doesn't even make sense for them to be using yeah. Zoom in some of these situations, but they have to because they can't film together. So for example, everybody from the, sh- from the movies is on a different Zoom screen. But the um, husband and wife, uh, what's their names? Nina and George. Yeah. They're in the same house, but they like come up with a reason for why they can't be in the yeah. same room. <laughs> and it's just like so stupid because it's like, we know what you're doing. You guys just can't film together. And I I got real sick of the COVID special stuff. Yeah. So. So what's interesting about season two of Mythic Quest is there's an older character who is still on zoom for every episode and they say he doesn't want to come into work he's scared of the virus like they're just acknowledging that covid is part of that which i haven't seen up to this point so that's really interesting it's like a workplace comedy which is just right in my lane okay uh really liking it i think i'm one of two people in the country watching it and the other one is my husband but it's good (laughs) check it out got it um we turned on When Harry Met Sally. Uh, yes. Just because it was like, eh, what do we, you know, like yeah. it was like a Friday night or something. It was kind of late. And we just watched the first half of When Harry Met Sally and it might be perfect. It is a it is a perfect movie. I love I, like, it. I do think the first half's better than the second half. Okay. Like when they start to get together, I'm like, ah, just get together. You know, we yeah. all know you're going to get there. But the first half when they're forming their friendship, they are two of the funniest characters. Mm-hmm. And I think that only Meg Ryan and Billy Crystal could have pulled them off. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I like put any other actor in Meg Ryan's role and she's the worst. Yeah. You know, and same thing with Sleepless in Seattle. Any other actor, that's a psychopath, but it's Meg Ryan. And so charming. You love it. Although I Meg Ryan doesn't even pull that one off for me. But yeah, I I mean, she's a psychopath, but like she's a psychopath I want in my life. (laughs) You know, I'm like, that's my adorable psychopath friend. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't I mean, I don't think anybody could have made Kathleen Kelly as charming as she as Meg Ryan did in in uh, In fact, I was leaving to go see the movie with you last night and Mm -hmm. Stephen turned on You've Got Mail to watch while he was doing dishes. And I was like, kind of just want to watch you've got mail i want to live in that world i mean anytime it's on i'm like i'm gonna take a seat and watch this yeah you know mm-hmm. it's eternally good yeah so where do you watch when harry met sally because i've had such a hard time finding it anywhere i want to say it was on hbo max but okay i can't remember cool it was on one of those you know we have got like uh our tv you search for the movie and then it gives you the streaming options okay so, so it is streaming somewhere because when i last time i tried to watch it was probably two years ago and it wasn't on any streaming service i had to go to my oh, sister's no. house and watch it on a dvd player oh no yeah like was, a pilgrim yeah she had a dvd player still wow it was like right next to the vcr wow that's um props to your sister yeah. you know real hold out there yeah. <laughs> well and she held out for when harry met sally it yeah turned out to be really helpful yeah wow i mean that i you know those people who like collect gold in case the economy goes bust or whatever yeah. <laughs> i'm like not interested in that but i am like should i have some dvds just, just on hand case. you know because like can i really trust the system i don't know i don't know either
Um, okay. And then last night I went and saw a movie with you. Oh. And I am so excited to talk about this movie. Objectively one of the worst movies I've ever seen. And I had such a blast uh, watching this movie. Uh, I want to apologize to every movie I've ever called bad because <laughs> I didn't know how terrible a movie could be until I saw this last night. I was, this movie was so bad that I was simultaneously, I mean, we were laughing. <laughs> I'm sure the people in the, well, some people got up and left in the theater. Yeah, two people in our row. Like with 10 Legit, minutes to go. like 15 minutes left in the movie, they're like, nah, bro. They just, <laughs> they just walked out. <laughs> and like, they were getting up and I was like, there's only like 10 minutes left. Why can't they? And then I thought about it and I was like, I guess I don't care what happens no. in the next 10 minutes. No. It's so, it's so infuriatingly bad. And so. Wait, we should tell them what movie we saw. Yeah. We saw the new M. Night Shyamalan movie, Old. Mostly because the Twitter jokes about it were yeah. so good, we just had to know how bad it actually was. And boy, yeah, I want. So I want to. I think we should start by talking about M Night Shyamalan. Shyamalan Ding Dong. Yeah, because this man is so fascinating to me. He he makes two bangers. I mean, they were bangers. Um, Sixth Sense. The Sixth Sense is, I mean, you can make fun of it. It's got its problems. But when, but it was a cultural moment when that film came out. And everybody was like, oh, this is really a cool film. I um, think it holds, you know, I haven't watched it recently, but I, I would like, assume it holds up. Yeah, I, I like it just fine. I, I think like the, and he was dead all along of it all, feels so cliche at this point. That it's kind of, I mean, people people kind of make that joke, like, right? But was it was the, the originator. It was. I remember when I saw it in theaters, and people were screaming when that revelation. Yeah. I remember this woman four rows. I know I've said this on this podcast, but this woman like four rows in front of me had her hands in the air and was. <laughs> I remember like her bracelets jingling, jingling <laughs> on her wrist, screaming when the wedding ring fell out of his hand, and everybody realized. And the whole thing. I've never. I've seen people in theaters scream when there are jump scares. Yeah. I have never seen an audience audibly react like that to a, tw a plot twist. Yeah. And so, and it was just like, when he made that, everybody was just like, oh, this is like the new guy who's going to make movies for the rest of our lives. Signs, I still think there are a couple of sequences in Signs that are still the creepiest thing I've ever seen. Like, you put on a screen right now the alien walking by the birthday party and I will get the chills. Like, no yeah. matter how many times I watch it, I will get the chills from that. What the hell happened to him? I don't know. I think that this is a, I think that this is actually a typical director life cycle. You make a couple bangers, then studios kind of let you do whatever you want. And it turns out whatever you want should not be what you should be doing. You need like checks and then you start making some real stinkers, but then people still pay to go see him and you end up with a movie like old. Well, but it, this feels different to me than that. Cause like, so Steven Spielberg has made some stinkers. But this feels like somebody who was really, really creative and then had a lobotomy and then forgot English and then like wrote, just started writing scripts. It's like, it's not even, it doesn't even feel like it's coming from the same kind. It doesn't even feel like a dumbed down version of what he used to do. It just feels like a completely different person who's very bad at but this. The thing is that I actually think this could be a really interesting story. Sure. Like there, you go to the speech and you age quickly and you know, you've got to figure out how to get off of the beach. The problem was it was just such a mess. Like it was there are still so many unanswered questions 
The line readings were the worst oh, I've ever heard. So bad. My name is Jaren. I'm a nurse is like a real line from this movie. Yeah. It, it, it felt like I, at one point I leaned over to you and I said, this feels like a parody show from 30 Rock. That Truly. they would be like the, like the detective who can't smell. Yeah, like if Jack Donaghy turned to the TV and was like, "This is our new show," and it was just so like hokey. And the line readings, the every line in this film was just straight up exposition. Like, yeah. don't worry, I can swim there. I swam on the swim team in college when I swam. And then he yeah. like goes and gets in the water. It's just like, thank you for letting us know. Like every line was like, "I'm that. a psychologist. We yeah. might have group trauma." My name is Mary. I'm a psychologist. How are we, we gonna <laughs> How are we gonna get off this beach? How are we gonna do it? Where the beach? Something's wrong with this beach. Like over and over. And it then like characters so would just disappear. Yeah. The hot lady who for some reason was the villain just because she's hot, which yeah. like. Get with the program. Like, that's a sexist plot line. You know, like, women can be good looking and smart. And was she, I don't, did she do anything wrong? No, she was, was just, just beautiful. And so M. Night Shyamalan's like, so she's going to have a super hard time aging. It's like, no, bro, like, be smarter than that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, she would just disappear for hours on end and then come back yeah. and then disappear again. You don't have to be hot to have some complicated feelings about oh. aging. <laughs> right. I'm like, oh, she's the only one who's having. Having a hard time with getting older, okay. <laughs> Phantom Thread Lady's just like happy to be getting old and dying on this beach. I'm like, what is what is happening? Was Phantom Thread Lady. Yeah. I was trying to think of where I Who, recognized her. I, and the other thing is that these are good actors. Like right. Alex Wolf is he was in Hereditary, yeah. the most terrifying performance next to Tony Collette, maybe. Yeah. Like he was objectively horrifying in that movie and in this they just gave him like nothing interesting to do he just like they all just acted like idiots on this beach so i think to your point about this could be an interesting idea i think that that's what m night Shyamalan does because i do i think the village is an interesting idea (laughs) another terrible movie but like if you just pitched a movie to me about what if we what if we shot a movie that looks like it's taking place 150 years ago, and then there's a big reveal that this is actually some sort of Amish community living within a larger world. Yeah. Like, that's an interesting idea. Yeah, in the hands of like an A24 director. Yeah. You know, in the hands of Hereditary. Um, What's his, you know, Ari, whatever. I'm so sorry. I can't remember his last name. But yeah. like an interesting like indie, let's tell this story a little more quietly. This was just so blockbustery and hammy and yeah. like, there were parts where I'm like, is this supposed to be funny? Because this right. is objectively funny. The part that I, I think you and I laughed the hardest at was the reveal that the children were getting older. The first reveal that the children were aging. Yes. Because all of a sudden, the ki- the kids are, you can't see their faces. You can only hear their voices. And the woman's like, how old are you? And he's like, I'm six. And she's like, you're not six. And he's like, I am six. And she's like, I'm a psychologist. Maybe he's going through something. Yeah. And then it shows the kids and he's like 12. And it was so like hokey and stupid and looked so stupid. The aging that they did on the on like the actors to try and make them look older looked so stupid and so inconsistent. At the end of the movie, the parents of these two children, you told me are supposed to be like 80. Mm-hmm. They look 42. Yeah, they're like, get a, get a little bit of Botox and you're going to look good as new. Like they had just maybe a little bit of crow's they, feet. Yeah, they legitimately looked barely older than me, but they're sitting on the beach and they're acting 80 and they're like, I don't remember anymore. Why were we fighting? Which, by yeah. the way, <laughs> by the way, if I'm on a beach 
and every 30 minutes is a year of my life, the last thing I'm thinking about is the fight I'm in with my husband. I'm sorry. <laughs> I get that she had an affair, but there are like more important problems at hand. Like, yeah. let's figure out the beach situation and then we can go to marriage counseling. Like, so much of this movie is spent <sighs> on their relationship and then maybe getting a divorce. I'm like, who the hell cares right yeah. now? Why do any of these people care? So the, the movie over explained throughout the most obvious parts. They explain so many times that they're aging. Like people just say, <laughs> we're getting older. We are aging. By my calculations, we're getting older over and over for two hours. But then there is no explanation for a lot of things that I was had a lot of questions about. For example. Why can't you walk through the slot canyon? Why can't you walk through the slot canyon? Never, never, never explain. Why does everyone who goes out to swim die? What's happening? Like, are, is there some force field that's killing them? I don't know. Why was mid-sized sedan there before the rest of them? And who was the and woman who, he was with? And who was he? And did he age? I was very confused about him. Okay, and then... I was very confused about what is actually happening when they're aging because they're getting physically older, but they still only have the experiences of like a six-year-old, but they somehow are seem to have the wisdom of... They keep saying like, I'm seeing more colors and I feel like my mind is growing. Yeah. And so at the end, you've got this brother and sister who are supposed to be like a six-year-old and what, an 11-year-old or yeah. something. Because that's how that's how many years they've lived. But now they're in their 50s, like their bodies are in their 50s. But they're talking as though they're in their 50s. It's almost like someone went on set was like, hey, um, M, you know, because he goes by M. Yeah. So like, are they are their brains keeping up with their bodies? And he was like, oh, yeah, we should throw in a line about that. Have them say, I feel like my mind is growing with my body. But but they're not getting the experiences that you right. would get leading up to 50. So like, what difference does that make? So like, OK, I don't remember things as well because that's the only way that my brain becoming 50 years old would really like change. Right. Because me. isn't it through like experience that you gain wisdom, yeah. right? It's not just from like your brain getting bigger or older. Yeah. And so like at the end, they're like, OK, we're going to drop you kids off with your uncle. How is your uncle taking this? And he cracks his joke. He's like, how would you take it if your six-year-old nephew called you and told you he was 50 now? It's like a six-year-old wouldn't know to yeah. make that joke. Right. It's so stupid. Right. 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 Yes, I agree. I have to say, this is a little bit of a spoiler. Obviously, there's evil science involved here. Yeah. Make, I want, I want three hours of the evil science. Like I wanted to spend all the time in the lab learning about these trials and what they're doing. Like I love the OA with yeah. like the evil science. You know, there's that movie Cabin in the Woods where it's like evil science. Can't get enough of evil what, science. What was that movie where uh, everybody like rich people could clone themselves and then they would use the, clone the island? Yeah. Like it love was kind of it. it was kind of that love it vibe, except it was all distilled down to like one and a half minutes at no, the very end. And of the really, movie. I was like, let me explore this world. Like yeah. this is fascinating. Also, when they're like, you know, we've lost seventy people, but we've saved millions. I was like, yeah, that makes sense to me. It's like, the trolley. It's the trolley. Yeah, I was dilemma. like, I'm okay yeah. with this. Like yeah. this is fine. I don't feel anything for any of these characters. Like, yeah, I don't care. Because they're non-characters. They're, they're non-characters. I felt bad the dog died. Yeah. They're, you know? they're one-dimensional characters yelling lines of exposition for two hours. That's all it is. Yeah. Yeah. It is a trip. Um, I would love to 
get answers to all of these questions that I've had. I would love to know why the small boy gave his new friend a code about coral. Like what yeah. what five year old does that? Yeah. You know, this movie was a hot mess. Cannot wait to see it again. It, it was truly the cats of 2021. It's, I laughed almost as hard watching this as, as when we went and saw Cats. I was relieved when I heard a few other people laughing in you, the audience. You did? I couldn't tell if I was Yeah, because one. we kept laughing and I was like, we're going to get kicked out. Like, this is Jurassic World all over again. <laughs> I think that everyone objectively thought it was stupid. What's crazy to me is that it doesn't have that bad of reviews. 50% on Rotten Tomatoes. Which means half the critics liked it. How? I don't know. I just, I, I, I don't I don't understand. And and I don't understand how this film is getting as much attention as it's getting. It's the only thing out. Well, because and I guess maybe that's it, because I feel like M. Night Shyamalan has snuck in some films here and there that I've only heard of in passing. But this is something that a lot of people are talking about right now. I think because it's so funny. It's just it, are people just making fun of it? Yeah, no, they're not even making fun of the movie. They're making fun of the concept. Did you see uh, the tweet that was like, somebody once told me the beach was going to old me? <laughs> I've seen tweets about Leonardo DiCaprio trying to keep all of his girlfriends away from that <laughs> beach. <laughs> so funny. Yeah. Um, it was adapted from a graphic novel, which I'm sure is great, a French graphic novel called yeah. Sandcastles. Uh, they did film during COVID, which is interesting. They had to do temp checks, and I think they took COVID tests every day, yeah. and no one got sick, which is cool, remarkable. Um, but yeah. this I do... I think that this could work as a novel. I don't think this works as a movie. I think you could I think you could make a really interesting movie. This is not that movie. I just I don't know how you age characters through an entire life cycle with it, within one movie without it looking stupid. I think you bring in different actors. Yeah. Oh, one thing that was so funny was, you know, the kids are getting better and they're like <laughs> the mom says to the daughter, I have an extra swimsuit. Why don't you go change into that? Oh. And the daughter changes from like a fine swimsuit that was doing a fine job to like a string bikini that like barely fits her. And I'm like, how is this a better what alternative? Going on? Yeah. What is <laughs> this mom is wacko. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I do think that you could make a better movie. I hate that this movie, like obviously we know that they're being watched. We know this this is experiment. Mm -hmm. Just like tell us that. Yeah. It's you fine. know that's like, not a big reveal. That's interesting. Mm -hmm. Tell us that story. Why are they doing this? Is there like a scientist who feels weird about it? Is everyone on board with it? Who started this program? Like I wanna know all of that. Yeah. I don't care about the hot lady who has a hard time getting older. And why does the beach make them old? What what's happening? Yeah, exactly. Like, tell me the science of that. <laughs> That's fascinating, you know? Also, explain that the schizophrenic guy is schizophrenic. Like, that mm -hmm. didn't make any sense. Anyway. Mm. Anyway. It's a mess. What was what was the rapper's name? Mid-sized sedan. Mid-sized sedan. <laughs> but don't worry. His name's Brendan. He went to private school. Oh, his, and like he and the daughter fall in love for like a minute before he dies. His character truly. It was offensive. It felt well and it felt 
out of I mean everybody felt a little out of place he felt every time he came onto the screen almost like he had been CGI'd into this movie after the fact by somebody who hadn't seen the film <laughs> like he, he didn't make any sense he didn't fit in he didn't look like the rest of them it was so weird <laughs> Such a bad. it was so bad and then they like tried to like address like racism you know like they had a few minutes where it was like i don't like the dynamic here when it's like a white guy getting aggressive with a black guy and it was just so ham-fisted yeah that was like oh this is as subtle well, as like an episode of barney i'm i'm sure because they were probably like filming that scene last june yeah and then they're like oh let's do race stuff real quick <laughs> really i told you last let's night address, let's this solve feels, racism right this now this feels like a play i used to like you know because i was a bossy kid i was like okay all my friends were doing a play everyone here's the lines you're gonna say and i would like yeah. you know and then we just make it up as we go yeah. and our parents would have to sit through like 80 minutes and of me making up this play to explain stuff. yes yeah. yes it was exactly that <laughs> the like same delivery as like nine-year-olds yeah. who were like how are we gonna get off the beach yeah who was the who was the guy the, who swam out and he was the worst one in the movie jaron the nurse do you know that he's from lost that's what i recognize him from yeah. he is so bad and everybody's everyone is bad in this yeah he is outdoing everyone m night Shyamalan is terrible he don't is put, a terrible don't put actor. yourself in your movies even your... when alfred hitchcock does it it's like oh brother oh. like no one wants that he's he almost ruined science for me because the scene that he's in in science is so which scene is he in it's he's the guy who leaves the ha- he he traps the alien in the pantry and he's out in his car and he's like I locked one of them away in the pantry and then he drives away. But it's like, he's not an actor. Like yeah. the dude is not. And, and it takes you out of the movie. Cause you're like, Oh, that's M night Shyamalan. Obviously I know who that is and he's not good at this. So why am I watching him do this? And it's, it should be like one of the most scary scenes of the movie, but it just is sort of falls flat because he is making himself be in his own movie. Yes. I don't like it. We and, all have different jobs for a reason, honestly. And, he, and he's really bad in this. Yeah, he's terrible yeah. in this. Yeah. It's terrible all around. Also a blast. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're if you're looking for something to do, find a showing where not a lot of people are gonna be there because you're gonna laugh out loud. Check it out. Yeah. Any yeah. other thoughts on sign or uh old? I just I hope that we get a good M. Night Shyamalan film again someday, but I don't think we will. I don't care. I think that Ari Aster is his name. I think that directors, they have their decade, and then it's time for someone else's turn. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously there are exceptions, like Steven Spielberg for one, but, Mm -hmm. you know, they're younger people with newer ideas, and Mm -hmm. it's their turn. Okay. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you soon. (laughs) 